Hello, hello again. This is the Mid-Atlantic Weather Buzz. This is Sunday, July 28th, and I want to highlight what happened this last week. Uh, Mid-Atlantic and a little bit uh, worldwide, say what's been going on, and do an outlook for the next week and weeks to come. So, first of all, let's talk about this last week. About a week ago at this point, we were roasting in the East Coast with many highs reaching well into the 90s, feeling like they were well into the 100s. But is this abnormal? Not really. I mean, if you want to look back over the time period and look for record highs, you're not going to find a lot because we've had a lot over the last, oh, 100 years or so that we've recorded pretty well. So I think that's something to, to note. People talked about the anomalous warmth and was it abnormally high and is it climate change? Look, guys, one event is not climate change. Now, the repetition of warm weather or hot weather, I guess, and anomalous weather being more frequent, maybe something to look at again, because then it sets an average and the average becomes higher. But saying one time, one heat wave is an above normal and therefore climate change is just disingenuous. It's wrong. And it's not good for people who are trying to really stick to scientific principles behind weather, weather change, climate and things like that. So whether you're not, you're on one end of the spectrum or not, don't be wrong in trying to use the hype to promote your cause if you're a true scientist. Now, if you're a media monger and want people to come and hit your website or you have politics and agendas to push, of course, you're going to push it as your biggest thing. But what, what was interesting last last week, I think, is we had record lows. I mean, on the backside of this crazy hot uh, time period and a very strong cold front, which we'll talk about how it ended dramatically, uh, we had record lows set. If you look into the lower plains, low temperatures were set that were all-time lows, even for the state, for the time period. So lows down in the 50s and the 60s, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And those are records that have stood for a very long time. So now, if you want to take the extremes as your climate change, that definitely doesn't fit your uh, agenda if you were a... AGW or, or global warming type of a, an individual. Now we have Europe. Europe to offset this. I mean, we'll talk about that in a minute. One thing about this weather and the break of the heat, it was pretty dramatic. On Monday, we had a lot of severe weather along the East Coast. Uh, the National Weather Service down in Wakefield put out a good article, and I'll make a link to it out on my website. Um, and that is buzz.minatlanticweather.com. It will be slash two since this is episode two. Uh, anyway, what you're going to see down there is that they had a lot of winds and there were some crazy winds clocked in Tangier Island. They clocked an 81 mile per hour wind gust late on Monday evening. Now that's impressive. And what was crazy about these storms is that they had come through, uh, many regions out West and they were pretty strong. And then they seemed to re-energize. They got near the coast. I'm sure due to the heat from the ocean and the humidity, as they crossed the bay, they even got stronger into the evening with really strong wind gusts, and that was pretty crazy. Also, on Tuesday, we had a lot of interesting weather along the East Coast as an upper-level disturbance moved through and things. Uh, there were some tornado warnings that were issued down in the southeast. Uh, all things interesting uh, as far as what we saw. And then, of course, you had the Cambridge, Massachusetts tornadoes. Uh, there were two that I think were reported up there. So... Pretty dramatic changes, and of course, then the dramatic cooldown, which actually caused record high lows on Tuesday in parts of the area. So you can see that the record high lows and the colder than normal is interesting, right? When you try to say, oh, this is all global warming, 
the records that were set were actually for colder than normal, not above normal temperatures. I just want to get that in people's heads. They stop throwing it down your throat that these things are all climate change when one event does not do that. I'm not saying that there's not warming because there is. If you look at the overall global scale over time periods, I would say we're definitely in a warming trend. There's no doubt there. Exact causes. I'm a little skeptical. Yep, I'm a skeptic. But I said last week, being a skeptic is, I think, scientific. Because if you don't question what you think is the truth, then you will not ever learn and discover more. So continue to be a skeptic. Continue to question. Continue to back up your arguments. And if you do believe in global warming, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine to me as well. The challenge is, don't use it as something that you can just state as a belief. Do back it up with facts, figures, and information. Either side of the equation. I'm more middle of the road. I think there are things we should do, and we should definitely be good stewards of the environment that we have around us. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be stupid. And don't be extreme either, because when you be extreme, I usually think that you have some agenda you're trying to push. Um, now, that's me. That's personal, and I may get a lot of flack for that if people even listen to this. But anyway, that's me. All right, I've talked way too long about that. So now going forward, uh, I already mentioned the record size, the lows. Uh, but then we have to go over to Europe. Europe is ridiculously hot. I mean, come on. This is some of the hottest weather we've ever tracked over there. All-time record highs. Cambridge, England, 101 degrees, almost 102. We had Belgium at 107, which is just ridiculous. Luxembourg, we had 102. Uh, and then the Netherlands, 105. Germany, 108. So this is just crazy weather. Uh, it, how does it compare to previous records? I think it's important. I think 1947, there was a big heat wave that went on over in that area. And it was pretty comparable. Some of the areas that hit all-time record highs are also in heat island areas, places that would be set up that way. Now, this bubble of warmth went up and is actually going into the Arctic now. And there were places, I think, yesterday that I saw were 90 degrees up in the Scandinavian countries, which is just... Yeah, it's a little crazy. I mean, north of the Arctic cir Circle, seeing 90 degree records is pretty, pretty crazy and pretty impressive. But is it totally abnormal? Where are we in historical time periods? Are these all-time record highs and lows? What is the deal there? But what you don't see, and I think it's very important, is what's going on in the other parts of the Eurasia area. I mean, go to Russia. Russia has crazy record cold going on. It's kind of like that whole you know, pendulum effect where if one gets really cold, the other area gets really hot. I think that's really interesting as well. I mean, Russia has had multiple record lows. Uh, I think this is the second week in a row that I've reported that, including snow potential in areas, even all the way down maybe to Moscow. Is this abnormal? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, well, records are for sure. So now you have record cold and record hot and they offset each other. I don't know. So it's just an interesting uh, thing and I think people need to look at that and get the whole world as balanced. Now, again, as I said, I'm not saying that there's not warming, I'm just saying that the extremes are not your best indicator of whether or not things are one way or the other. So, please take your time, do your research, back up your, your findings, and uh, and don't shove it down the throat as the only way. So, Anyway, that is me. I keep going back to climate change because it's just so hot. I mean, goodness gracious, I go down to my Twitter feed, and this is the topic. I mean, it is one thing after the other, after the other, after the other, and it's arguments back and forth from people like Joe Bastardi and and uh, other people I know who are on both sides of the argument. And, and honestly, there's a lot of, um, I think, ridiculous pride and arrogance on both sides saying that one thing or the other is there and then claiming the other side is pride and arrogant. It's just ridiculously, uh, I would say, just, it's crazy. 
And I, I think it's disingenuous. And I think it's um, very, very uh, just crazy. All right. I'm going to move on. What's going on now? So, I mean, right now we're in a very typical summertime pattern. We've got uh, higher temperatures here on the East Coast again. Um, in the Mid-Atlantic region, we've got up in the 90s yesterday in the South Central, or I should say the Central Mid-Atlantic and the Southern Mid-Atlantic back in the 90s. <coughs> Sorry. Nothing too atypical. Um, 90s are very typical for the summer. Chances of afternoon and evening thunderstorms uh, persist, but mainly out in the mountain regions because this is a pretty strong dome of high pressure. Uh, that will be challenged as a cold front comes through this week and stalls out right in the central Atlantic area, right into Virginia. So you're north of that, you're going to see a little bit cooler than normal. Not normal, but maybe normal temperatures, a little bit cooler than normal. <clears throat> if you're south of it, you'll see well in the 90s. There's a lot of humidity, means a chance of showers and thunderstorms pretty much daily uh, along the areas. Um, so very typical weather. Uh, I'm not seeing anything that's too dramatic as far as severe opportunities, but whenever you have some energy that forms across these fronts, <coughs> you do have the opportunity for some severe. So uh, we'll have to watch that this week. But I'm not gonna. I'm not seeing anything that says, "Hey, there's gonna be a widespread severe outlook this week" or anything. Um, as far as precipitation goes. Um, Obviously, if something's persisting for several days, you're going to see some uh, higher levels of moisture. And I'd say there's some pockets that may see an inch and a half to two inches of rain due to where those things set up. Especially looking at the mountain regions, um, some of the flow suggests that there will be more rain out in the North Carolina mountains, maybe up to one to three inches out there. Uh, but in general, maybe a half to an inch or even a little bit more, maybe up to two inches. Uh, again, a lot depends on exactly where this front stalls and what storms form along it. Um, looking beyond that into the very long period, uh, what we see as far as temperatures and uh, precipitation, uh, the, the Comet Prediction Center is putting out um, a kind of a cooler than normal period possible in the 6 to 10 day period in the southeast. Uh, and I, I suspect that it has a lot to do with some moisture and it does show above normal temperature, uh, I'm sorry, precipitation. And then in the longer term, continue kind of below normal temperatures into the east. So it's an interesting time change. Um, we could see some lower temperatures, uh, into the eastern part of the U.S. after this week, which is, uh, good news. We like cooler than normal, but a continued risk of above normal precipitation and, uh, not a surprise, just again, now you have the West Coast baking. I mean, you see some extreme heat uh, warnings and advisories out that way. So I'm trying to cut the buzz down a little bit this week. So hopefully that's not too long at 10 minutes. Hey, if you're interested in hearing more, or want to give feedback, uh, have complaints about my views on climate, which I'm sure you do, uh, one way or the other, uh, let me know. And uh, if you think I'm not covering what needs to be covered for our regions, also let me know. Uh, I did want to mention this last week that obviously due to the weather that we had, the severe weather, there were a lot of damages and things like that in their region. I know that uh, uh, someone in the military lost their lives. And uh, and, and that's the thing. Uh, severe weather, uh, as a weather nut like myself, gets me excited. I like to watch it and I like to see what's going on. But I also know that there are consequences to it. So um, I think it's important for us to 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 take note that <clears throat> we uh, we honor those that, that lose their lives and, and everything. I mean, and, and this this is a guy who was in the military and he lost his life. And uh, I think it's ridiculous that uh, 
that that happened and it's sad, but, um, but it does happen. And so that's also what weather can do. And that's also why I don't want people to go extreme because you can go extreme. And if you keep going extreme, 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 and you really have something to talk about, no one hears you. And that's the, the you know, the cry wolf type of scenario. So I think that's important. Uh, we see it a lot in winter with winter storms. We see it in the summer, uh, maybe severe weather or hurricanes. Um, and we see it in the climate change with the crazy extremes that we hear a lot of times. And I think it's important that we don't do that because what ends up happening is we lose our message and we lose the, the words we're trying to say. We lose the emphasis on the things that are most important. So take the time to be real, be educated, and and also state why you could see doubts in even your own theories and what those are, because it will only bolster your side if you can argue your points very, very well. And I think that is the last point I'm going to make here. You know, something Data on Star Trek said, and I'm going to paraphrase it here. I'm not sure exactly what he said, but it, he said, basically, if you have a belief and it's not really worth or you can't challenge it or you don't accept challenge to it, is it really a belief worth having? Because the reality is, if you can't defend what you believe, then then maybe it's not worth believing in at all. And also, if you do have something, then the arguing of it could help bolster it. Now, argue, obviously, civilly, you know, don't be ridiculous. Um, but it is good to challenge what you believe. And that's true of all things, whether climate, maybe your personal beliefs, to challenge them is not a bad thing. And I think that's scientific, you know, to, to, to be skeptic, to be challenging, and to be questioning. I mentioned this before. Um, one last note, the tropics have been kind of quiet. Uh, there's been a lot of Saharan dust that has been involved. Uh, there is a strong wave off Africa. We should watch uh, this week to see if it can hold itself together. There was some stuff going on in the Antilles area, um, in the Southern Caribbean. So something else to watch. But but I think right now with the dust, it's going to be really hard to overcome. But hey, it's that time of year where we should start seeing an uptick in disturbances coming off of Africa. And we'll have to watch and see if anything develops. All right, that's it. That was a longer buzz by two minutes because I rambled on. Uh, but give me feedback. Let me know what's going on. Thanks and uh, have a good day.